Hi, in this episode, we speak with Joelle Amua, who is a 17-year-old student beginning her second year of the diploma program at ACE International Academy in Ghana. She wrote a blog post recently sharing her experience in year one of the DP. She described all the ways she grew as a person and as a student in just one year of the diploma. I reached out to see if she would share this story with you, our listeners, and she agreed. Be sure to read the original blog post, which is linked in our podcast notes and on our IB Matters Facebook page. Welcome to IB Matters, a podcast for those who currently teach, lead, attend, or are interested in international baccalaureate IB schools. Hi, folks. Welcome back to IB Matters. And today we have a student with us, which is uh, kind of new. It's been a long time since we had a student on the podcast. And we have Joelle Amua from Ghana. And I, she came to my attention because um, of, of a blog post that she did. And her coordinator um, tagged IB Matters on Twitter, which is a thing you could do as well. And uh, when I saw her blog post, I reached out and asked if she could be on the podcast. And she is willing to do so. And we have her with us today. I want to say hi, Joelle. How are you? Hi, John. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about your um, your blog. But before we do, um, why don't we hear a little bit about you? Maybe tell folks your age and uh, where you are in the diploma program, and maybe even a little bit about your school and your background. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Joel Anthea Amwa. Um, I'm 17 and I'm Ghanaian. Um, I'm currently schooling in ACE International Academy in Ghana, Tema. Um, I'm, a, I'm in a pioneer class, so this is the first time my school is doing the IB. So I'm a pioneer student, and that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I didn't catch that yesterday. You're a pioneer student. I, I you know, I was a, co- yeah. I was a coordinator for, for the very beginning of our diploma program journey, and. Um, credit to you because I still remember those students and this was from 2008. So I still remember those students and follow some of them on Facebook. And it's really fun to see the pioneering students, uh, you know, where they uh, went and how they use their IB experience. So this will be uh, particularly helpful, I think, for folks that are, you know, just new to IB and are not sure what's going on. But of course, the reason I wanted you to be on was so you could tell those young people like yourself, how your experience um, has been. Why don't we start by, why don't you Tell everyone uh, how you decided to take on the challenge of the IB diploma. Okay, so um, doing for me, doing the IB was sort of automatic for me. My sister did the IB program in 2018, graduated in 2019. So my parents saw how effective the program was and decided that, okay, I'm going to do the program as well. And that's how, so for me, it was automatic and I did objects that and that's how I ended up doing the IB program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we found that too. That families oftentimes, once one person gets a taste of it, the the parents and the siblings go, you know, that seems to work out for them, and give it a shot. So, what were your biggest concerns going into it, knowing that it was a challenging program? So, after researching about what the IB entails and talking to alumni, my sister and friends, um, I was well aware about the, uh, the times where you feel. You won't feel motivated, your low points, all those moments, um, and also the fun parts, actually. And um, I was quite concerned about the pressure I was going to feel because 
in, in past times, I haven't really um, worked well under pressure. So that was one of my main concerns going into the IB program. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's true for everyone that has uh, done any research into the IB program, the diploma program in particular, that it is challenging. Um, And then to add to the challenges, you not only are a pioneer uh, class, a cohort, but you are also starting, you started the program under COVID restrictions. How did that play a role into your experience? Yeah, so during the COVID, the earlier COVID times where there was lockdown in countries, we started the um, IB program at home and it was honestly not the best situation to what was deemed a really stressful program because doing it at home, there were lots of distractions and other people in the house also having meetings, overlapping noises and um, being lazy around with work. It just wasn't the best um, start to such a program, such a demanding program. And I realized that it was not good for someone like me who wasn't really challenging myself at the at that point. So I was really lazy around, and so that, and that gave me a really bad start to the IB program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you just mentioned several of the challenges uh, with competition for for space in the house and noises, and and then just you know, like you said, you you weren't maybe the most uh, disciplined student to start out. Um, what, um, what was the kind of the, yeah. yeah so what was those the biggest challenges? Is that the kind of the main thing that uh, challenged you early in the early days of the DP or what, what did you like in terms of the academics and things, what were some of the biggest challenges that you started with? So as I said earlier, the laziness, there was, I wasn't as disciplined as I am right now. So one of my challenges in the early days of DP was trying to discipline myself and trying to focus and um, try my best to meet deadlines. Those are my those are the greatest challenges I met in the early days of the the deep, the, the DP, and um, I had I had to change. So right now, if you ask me, I am I am more focused and more disciplined than I was back then, and so I I would love to say that I have overcome those challenges. But those were my main challenges in the early days of the program. Right. Well, in your blog post, you specifically mentioned time management a couple of times that that it was like the key central skill. And that's something that I've noticed with young people starting the diploma program. They look back on their time in the diploma and realize that the time management skill was one of the greatest. Tell us a little bit about how you learned that and how it helped you along the way. Okay. So for the IB, we are well aware of the many demands from the IAs, the EEs, TOK and revising for the six subjects that I choose. And I realized that if I'm not at least a bit organized, I will end up doing nothing productive at all. So um, I had to take time management lessons, actually, classes, and I was taught how to um, manage my time effectively and do a lot of things in the short time I have for this IB program. Um, we are well aware that when um, school starts, the school hours are maybe five hours to nine hours. And after that, there are only 24 hours in a day. So you must learn how to strategize and um, use your time effectively after school hours and learn to take a break. So I had to implement breaks and learning and all other things into my, my schedule. That's taught me how to manage my time effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the big parts of time management is always prioritizing 
I, you know, even as a teacher, I, I realized that as I was, uh, you know, I was an IB diploma uh, physics teacher. And, uh, you know, there were just was too much for students to learn. They had to, they had to pick and choose, even though I might've said, you know, read this or work on this program or project. Um, you know, I was asking for more than they could possibly do when it's combined with everything else that they were doing. So how did you decide, or how did you figure out how to prioritize what things did you put like first on the list to do and things that were lower down that maybe wouldn't get done? I, looked at what was my upcoming deadlines and that's what I used to prioritize my time and what I have to do. So if I have an, um, an, a deadline coming up fast, that's what I do first and it follows you just like that. And I also make sure to take some time to relax and a lot some time for all these things or to all these things. And um, that's just how balance yourself and prioritize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even taking a little time off is something that's important too, because that helps with all of your kind of uh, ability to focus when it's time to really work. And so that's that's a good tip. Um, so one of the things you also mentioned in your in your blog post was about the way in which you've been able to find more balance, uh, even under the stress of the uh, rigorous schedule that you're under here. What how are, how have you managed to find that balance? And so as I was saying earlier, prioritizing that's how I was able to find some balance. So I had to prioritize what I had to do and make sure not to, um, in my schedule, make sure not to cram it or uh, make it too busy such that in the end, I'll just end up not being productive because we tend to overthink things and what we have to do and make up a list of things that we have to do, um, a long list of things that we have to do and end up not being productive at all. So I tried to um, prioritize again and um, set time for each and every, um, each thing on my list. And from there we go. That's how I became balanced. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of balance, one of the things that IB diploma program is known for is the fact that it creates balance just on the requirements. Not only do you have to take um, at least six different subject areas, which creates balance because you obviously, most students have favorite subjects. Um, but they even have to take subjects that they're not as as uh, in tune with. But they also have the core of the diploma program, which is a it's intended to create balance. The the uh, CAS, the theory of knowledge, the extended essay, uh, how have those supported your learning uh, and probably contributed to the balance you just talked about. But how did the how does the core work for you? And and what have your experiences been after one year of? Um, the core of the IB program. Um, CAS, TOK, and EE. So for CAS, CAS has actually helped me get away from my academics to relax my mind and be more prepared to learn more, which is really needed for IB students to um, help them find some balance in their life. Because if we, if you're always working, and as the saying goes, all, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. I don't know if you've heard that saying, but oh, yeah, that for saying sure, yeah. really... Yeah, that scene is really um, effective, if I should see. So cast with the creativity, with the activity and with the service takes you out of the classroom to do things out of your comfort zone and helps you relax more. TOK, on the other hand, has actually helped my learning in the sense that it has made me 
not just accept views and claims, but to question them. So now I do not just see things on the internet. When I research, I do not just see things on the internet and take them as it is. I rather um, go ahead to question and inquire more about the topic I'm researching on. Finally, the EE, the extended essay, has actually helped me in, in my research skills. So now when I'm learning, I'm able to research effectively, look at the credible sources, the, the sources that are not as credible, able to reference and or and that's actually really supported my learning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, can I ask a question I I, I was just thinking about was uh, what if, what have you done in your CAS work? Um, it's often interesting to hear the volunteering or projects or programs that you're starting to work with there. What have you done with CAS? If for cast for creativity, I've been doing a lot of editing of videos. So far, that's what I've been doing. And uh -huh. for activities, I play basketball. Um, I play tennis and and swimming. I like to, I love to swim. Okay. Um, yeah. And for services, I've been a lot of donations. Okay organizing yeah. those things sure yes. yeah i'm a tennis i'm a tennis player also so you know if we ever we, maybe we can get together and hit play a set or something yeah sure <laughs> yeah yeah it'll take me i have to take a long flight but we'll get there <laughs> um yeah so then you know as opposed you know as part of the whole balance thing with the ib you know even starting in the pre-k the little little ones uh they have something called the learner profile and i know you mentioned in your blog the learner profile has been foremost uh, for you as well and so what are the things that you have learned to be your strengths in the learner profile and what areas do you still feel you have to grow on my strengths i've realized that i'm a big risk taker and principled now um, for being a risk taker, I've realized that throughout the IB, my IB journey, I've been taking a lot of risks I would never have thought of taking prior to the, the program. I remember this time we went on a trip to, um, we went on a trip and um, there were snakes there. And originally, or before, you never think of Joel going close to a snake and maybe touching a snake or even going. <laughs> close to a snake actually but this time I actually went close to a snake and I actually touched it I wouldn't say I carried oh. it or anything like the others but I touched it and that I thought was a really big risk I took yeah. and and being principled now I know what's I know I mean I know my rights for my wrong I know when to sit down and learn I know how to focus I know how to um prioritize and for me that's what I see as my strength uh -huh. for my areas for growth I'm still trying to be more balanced because I'm right now I'm balanced, but I'm trying to get to a certain level where I do not find any um, problems with being balanced. And that is where I'm, that's what I'm working on right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good for you on uh, touching the snake. I, I, uh, I have a brother-in-law who is a herpetologist and uh, I still haven't managed to <laughs> reach out and grab one of those, those things. Um, you know, and that's for the listeners too, when you hear risk taker, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, reaching out and touching a snake is a clearly a, 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 for a lot of people would be a risk taking thing, but the other part of risk taking is just the challenges that you've taken on. And you mentioned that yourself, yeah. the fact that you chose to take on this program, 
and mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're getting out there and doing things that you wouldn't have done before. Um, you know, so those are things that are incorporated or wrapped into the whole risk taking thing. But that's, that is a big one for uh, young people in particular to kind of take on new challenges and try new things. So credit to you for, for doing that. Um, yeah. So now you're about to start your, in fact, I think when we talked before, you are actually in year two, you just began year two recently. Uh, what are you looking forward to most this year as you um, take on the final year of the diploma program? Okay, so in my final year, my year, the second year of the program, I'm just looking forward to creating more memories with my friends, leaving a legacy in the school, and um having a calm ending to the IB and make, making sure I finish all my IAs and coursework in due time. That's what I'm looking forward to this mm-hmm. year. So what courses are you taking? Okay, for my higher levels, I'm doing business management, economics, and English language and literature. For my standard levels, I'm doing French, French B, math, AI, and ESS. Okay. Okay, good. Um, yeah, the ESS course is one. You know, I was a science teacher, and so um, I appreciate the the uh, how cool that ESS course is, where it mixes the the uh, humanities with the sciences. And and uh, in fact, I have a recent podcast where we talked to an ESS teacher. So, a uh, cool cool course to have. I'm glad you have that available to you. Um, have you begun your extended essay? Have you have started your research or chosen your topic? Yes, I have. Okay, tell us about that a little bit. Okay, for my extended essay, uh, my subject area is economics. And my topic, for my topic, I'm doing um, an analysis of um, how the COVID pandemic has affected the profit levels of my school, AIDS International Academy. Yeah, that's my topic. Okay, very interesting. Uh, excuse me, do you have deadlines coming up for that? Do you have some things you have to have done in the next month or two? Yes, I do. Yeah, I know that was one of the big parts is trying to keep students uh, focused on deadlines for the extended essay because mm-hmm. it's a big project, yeah. uh, 4,000 word research paper, and um, it, it involves quite a few uh, criteria that you need to meet. So I'm glad you're glad you're well on your way. That's good good news. Um, so what are your future goals? I mean, you're taking on this challenge now. What challenges do you look for after you finish high school? Where would you like to go to co- school or university? And and uh, what would you like to uh, major in, if anything, if you know? Okay, for my school, I'm not really certain on that. I'm looking at a school in my home country, in Canada and in UK. And I intend on, I, I'm planning on um, taking a course business management because I want to be an entrepreneur in future. Mm-hmm. What I what exactly I want to do, I'm not really sure yet. And I'm really hoping that the course I take in university will help me um figure out what I want to be in future. Yeah. Yeah, there are many schools in particular. Canada is very generous with um uh IB students in terms of uh acceptance and and uh and and scholarships and things like that. So um, wherever you apply, I'm sure you're going to find a school that's looking forward to having you on their campus and in their community because uh, the, most schools uh, are are looking forward to having students like yourself who have had a diploma program in their background. Um, so I, I, you know, good luck to you with all of that because that's this is a big time. A senior year is a is a uh, is also a challenging time just because of your age and the transitions you're looking forward to. Uh, what advice do you have for students uh, considering the diploma program, whether they're you know younger, like middle school, or even if they're a rising 
juniors and they're just starting to, uh, or they're sophomores and they're just starting to think about actually signing up for the diploma program? I would say you should definitely go for it because you can do it. Trust me, you can really do it. Um, there will be low points in the process. I'm not going to lie to you. There will be low points in the process where you won't feel motivated. But in those times, I would advise that you talk to friends or do what you find relaxing just so you do not feel overworked or stressed out. So in those times, just take, um, just relax a little. And for me personally, I, I love to watch YouTube videos in those times um, when I feel like I'm not motivated or when I feel overworked. So I would advise that you take up the challenge and just do what you think works best for you, but make sure to meet deadlines. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I appreciate the fact you mentioned there are low points because sometimes those kind of take you by surprise and, and going in, knowing that there's going to be, you know, rough nights or long nights or uh, times when you, you question your ability uh, to get through this, but um, you know, my experience with students, and as, as you've shared with with our listeners, your experience has been, you know, those low points are essentially you're saying they're worth it because you do end up, you know, coming through and you realize some of the things that you could do you didn't realize you could do. So that's great advice. Um, did you say you told me you have about 15 students that are in your cohort this year that are also full diploma students? Yes, we do. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things too, is just to know that there are others going through it with you. Have you found uh, uh, that you're, um, you know, you're pretty close with your colleagues or with your peers because of that, uh, the challenges you share? Yeah, we are pretty close because of these challenges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any uh, final thoughts for the listeners, uh, whether they be young people or maybe uh, educators, teachers who are uh, thinking about this or you know, need to know what you're going through. Any final thoughts about uh, a student's experience in the diploma program? I'll just say I really wished I started my EE earlier. So I advise that you all start your EE earlier and listen to your supervisors and make sure to chase after your supervisors. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a classic the extended essay. You always wish you started sooner and that you listened to what they suggested. All right. Well, thanks so much for, for being on the podcast with us, Joelle. And I'm really glad we were able to uh, connect through the, the, through the Twitter connection that was made. And the fact that uh, you've, you know, this, what you just said, you, you said beautifully all the things that you also said in your blog post, but to hear your voice and to, to hear the sincerity with which you've really uh, shared your experience, I think is going to be important. And hopefully uh, for uh, a while now, people will be able to listen to this and, and use it as an encouragement for uh, young people thinking about doing the diploma program or maybe having one of those low nights <laughs> where you're getting started. So um, thanks so much for, for being on the program, Joelle. Thank you so much, John. Be sure to read that original blog post, which is linked in our podcast notes on Twitter and on our Ivy Matters Facebook page. Now that we have almost 80 Ivy Matters episodes covering a range of subjects, you can use our podcast webpage, which is organized by program and by topic. The link to the website is also in our podcast notes. We've also just added a dedicated Facebook page for the podcast called Ivy Matters Podcast. Besides linking to our recent podcasts, it will have additional features highlighting our guests and further links from our podcasts. We encourage you to like and follow our Facebook page and make suggestions for future programs or questions you would like us to ask our upcoming guests. Please find all of our episodes wherever you get your podcasts and click subscribe so you don't miss any future programs. Join our over 2,600 followers on Twitter at MattersIB. 
Also, help us spread the word about IB by liking, sharing, and reviewing the IB Matters links in your own feeds and social networks. In just over two years, we've been heard in over 150 countries, a testament to the global reach of the IB.